Good morning and welcome back to the Mum's Night Out Coffee Catch-Up episodes with me, Rachel. Happy New Year to you all. Unbelievably, it is one year since I started recording these Coffee Catch-Up five-minute episodes. I started on January the 11th last year and I have been recording one of these every week, give or take. I know I missed a few weeks when I've been on holiday, but I've been recording one of these every week for the last year and I absolutely love doing them and I love that you guys love them because it's a little short form episode that you can listen to when you just don't have much time. And so I really, really enjoy them and I'm loving the feedback that I'm getting from you guys. And yeah, here's to the next year. So today I wanted to talk about why I don't like New Year's resolutions. Now, I understand that this is a topic I have covered recently, just before Christmas, with my Why Most New Year's Resolutions Fail episode. But I really wanted to talk further on it because I know, if you're anything like me, that every single time you go into Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever is your social media platform of choice, you are bombarded with people talking about New Year's, their resolutions, their goals, all the things they're going to do differently, all the things that they're doing. And I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because I do know that obviously I am starting a coaching program next week called Firework, which is about setting your goals for the year and doing things differently this year. But I really want to clarify for anyone who is not sure about this, that it really is different. It is not about setting arbitrary New Year's resolutions that you're not going to stick to and that really don't mean things to you. The reason why I want to do things differently, because I do believe that the new year is a great time to make some changes. I honestly think you are in a different headspace once you start into the new year. And also you have this sort of sense of almost like a blank page, like a fresh start, like a new chapter starting. And it's a great time to really get clear about where you are in your life, what what you love, what you want, what you want more of, and how to get that into your life. So that is the reason why that coaching program I am doing next week. However, it is not the standard news resolutions. And here's a few reasons why I don't like them. Firstly, at the start of January, I am not ready. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I find it takes me a good couple of weeks into January to get that feeling of, oh, okay, now I'm ready to make some changes. Now I'm ready for a new start. At the start of January, January the 1st, I am still firmly in holiday mode. I am still in sitting around in my pajamas doing a Christmas puzzle mode. I am not ready to go five days to the gym. I am not ready to do dry January. I'm not ready for any of that. I'm still in holiday mode. I'm absolutely exhausted normally for about the first week in January, just from the sort of fallout of that very busy Christmas period. And so I'm really, really, when I see all that stuff, first, second, third of January, I am just blocking it out because I am not ready. The second reason I don't like New Year's resolutions because I feel that they imply a sense of lack. You know, for example, people might say, I have put on weight. I've put on weight over Christmas, so I now need to um, go to the gym four times a week, or I now am going to cut out alcohol. They are great intentions to work on your health, absolutely. But coming at it from a place of lack, those goals are never going to stick because you're coming at it from a place of, I am less than. You know, I have put on weight, I am overweight, or I drink too much, or I am unhealthy. That is your sense of lack. 
And then everything you do is trying to fight that lack. And so it's just so much harder to stick at. So one way you could look at this slightly differently, if you wanted to get healthy, I believe that the health, your health is like your bedrock of everything. You know, you could want to do all sorts of things. We could want to work on our careers. We could work, want to work on our mindset, on our relationships, on our happiness, on everything. But without our health as like the foundation, the bedrock of everything, we may as well need not bother working on the other things because if we don't have that health at the base of it, that is the, the foundation that everything else is laid. So if we look at it in that sense, rather than coming at it as a sense of lack, it's coming at it as a sense of building something. So how do you build? You build from the bottom up. You build a strong foundation and then you can build the most beautiful tower on top of it. But if you haven't got that strong foundation, that tower is just going to topple. So if you look at health as that foundation, it's a very different place to come from. The other reason I don't like news resolutions is because I don't think we are ever realistic with ourselves. In that moment where we're feeling motivated, we set goals that we think are achievable and that we think we can stick to. But in some of those more difficult, more challenging times when we're feeling less motivated, if we're honest with ourselves, these are not habits that we are going to stick to. Now, I really love something I heard yesterday from James Clear, who's the author of Atomic Habits. Um, I will link in the show notes if you haven't read that book. But he talked about when you are wanting to build new habits, about building the intention of a habit first, which I just found really, really interesting. So let me explain to you what he means by this. So let's say, for example, you wanted to build a habit of exercise. Let's say you wanted to start going more regularly to the gym. And perhaps your ultimate goal would be to go to the gym, let's say three times a week. But realistically, if you are starting from zero, you've not been going to the gym at all for months, years, whatever, you're unlikely to be able to stick at a habit of just suddenly going three times a week, doing an hour's class, you know, a swim, uh, whatever. It's, it's too much. It's too unrealistic. So what he talks about is setting the intention. So he gave this example of somebody who he said for the first six weeks of him going to the gym, all he did every single time was pack up his gym bag, get in the car and drive to the gym. As he got out the car, he went into the gym and he clocked his card in and then he just got back in his car and went home. And he did that for six weeks. So he built the intention of going to the gym before he then started building the actual action of going to the gym. Now, I understand that is a very extreme example. But I like the idea of that, starting small and slow and building incrementally. So let's say, for example, you do want to go to the gym three times a week. Perhaps you start with exercise three times a week. And what if that exercise is just getting your yoga mat out and doing a five minute yoga class or a stretch or Pilates or something? So you are building that habit of doing something three times a week, but it is not a huge, you know, 60 minute hit class. And we can build up and build up. So I really like that idea of just starting small and building our habits over time. I believe that if you build a habit slowly, incrementally, it's much more likely to stick. And it's for that exact reason that I always talk about um, when I talk about self-care in terms of starting with five minutes, because we can all find five minutes. If we say to ourselves, oh, I know I must work on my self-care. I'm going to give myself half an hour every day to do something for myself great intentions and we can probably all build to half an hour to ourselves 
But if we start at that, we're not going to stick to it because we're not going to find that half an hour every single day. We have busy lives and it's not always going to work out. But we can always find five minutes. So if we stick to the intention of five minutes of self-care, then our bodies and our brains start to realize that this is beneficial. This is something that's important and they will start to look for more. And so soon enough, you will find that that five minutes becomes six, becomes seven, becomes 10, sometimes 20, 30 minutes because you've realized the importance and you've made time for it. But if we try to start too big, it doesn't stick. If you are keen to work on your self-care now um, and you do want to start really small, then I do have a free download, which is 30 days of micro me time moments. And these are all five minute self-care prompts. You can just literally go through, do one each day, tick them off and you've done a month of self-care of five minutes each day. So go to the link in my show notes and, and you can grab that free download. So I apologize for this First coffee catch up of 2023 being double the length that they normally are. Um, But there was just some important points I really wanted to get across to you because I do think that there is so much of this news resolution talk around at the moment. And so I just wanted to offer a slightly different alternative here this morning. So I'm wishing you all a very happy new year. If you do want to do things differently this year, then do come and check out Firework at rachelbloomfield.com forward slash firework. I will drop the link in the show notes. It is starting on Sunday the 15th. There are now two options. You can do this as a group online coaching program, or you can also do it individually one-to-one with me as well. So please do go check out all the details and I will see you next week.